Welcome to this episode of 10 by 10, which is brought to you by the Department of Business and Innovation of Bucks County Community College, hosted by Dean Tracy Tindley. Welcome to 10 by 10, the Bucks County Community College podcast brought to you by the Department of Business and Innovation. Today, we are honored to have President Stephanie Shanblatt with us. Um, Stephanie is uh, the president of Bucks County Community College, and she's been in that role since October of 2012. Welcome, Stephanie. Thanks, Tracy. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you on here. We've had, uh, we have a number of other guests lined up from the business community to our alumni to some of our esteemed faculty, and so it's great um, certainly to have you join us. So let's talk a little bit about your story. People love to hear other people's stories and their yeah. journeys and, and what brought you here and what challenges and achievements have, have you seen um, in your time? Well, let me, let me start back several, many years <laughs> because uh, I was a chemistry major in college, then uh, went to graduate school and um, earned a PhD in biochemistry and did molecular biological research for many years. I decided after a period of time, and, and it's, it's a really important thing to say and for other folks to hear, that I wanted to make a career change. Mm. I wasn't happy doing that anymore. Yeah, I really wanted something where I had more interaction with people. I felt like I was making more of a difference. When you do research, you're stuck in a lab sure. all the time. I was up on the fourth floor of a building, and while it was a great work, I wanted something different. Mm-hmm. So I went to work at the local community college in the science department there. Okay. Became the chair of the department and over time moved up uh, to eventually become the provost at that college. Mm -hmm. Served as provost, which is the chief academic officer for many years. So that's the person in charge of all All of academics. All of academics, yes. Um, And in fact, I also was in charge of all of student affairs as well. Okay. So um, at some point... The president looked at me, not because he wanted me to leave, but he said, you know, you're really ready to be a president. Hmm. Um, That must have been a great day. That was an exciting day. And I said, so you really think I should think about this? He said, absolutely. He said, you are really ready. And when someone says that to you who is in that role and has been in that role for many years, Mm -hmm. and he has launched... He took great pride in launching his vice presidents into presidencies, okay. several of them. And he really thought that that was part of his job to, to help, mentor, to mentor and to, to grow his vice presidents and eventually to let go. Right. Um, so I started applying and was fortunate enough to be selected as the fourth president at Bucks County Community College. Right. In this early summer of 2012. And I don't know that too many people know that there's only been four presidents. I am the fourth president in yeah. over 50, in 50 years. Yep. Yeah. And the first woman president. So um, my husband and I sold our house in Michigan, packed up, and moved here. Right. Uh, now, we're both native Pennsylvanians, so it was a little bit easier to move back to Pennsylvania. And my family roots are just across the Delaware in New Jersey. Okay. So it it didn't feel like I was just moving to a random place. Mm-hmm. It actually felt little a comfort. little bit comf- comfortable. Mm-hmm. That made it, I think, much easier. Yeah. Um, one of my one of our daughters, <coughs> excuse me, had gone to college in New York City, and so we knew the city well. 
And we thought, oh, well, hey, geez, we're just a short train ride away from the city. And right. That's great. Yeah. So um, we really were looking forward to something new. Um, and it has been just a wonderful, wonderful experience being here. I, I can't say enough good things about living in Bucks County, but more importantly, about working here at the college. So from your story, it sounds like people shouldn't necessarily be afraid if their first initial choice of um, what they want to study, their major, or even if they get that first job and they think, oh, I've always wanted to be a lawyer, that, you know, things change. Life takes you different directions and you never quite know where you're going to end up. And if you make a decision to do something different, that's not terrible. It is absolutely not terrible. In fact, you know, certainly when I made that decision to make a career change and to go into education from research, although they're related, they're quite mm-hmm. different. I never, never expected to be the president of a college, I will tell you. That right. is something that just evolved over time. But I did know that I wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, and this is the part that I think people sometimes struggle with, so much of what I learned and knew as a scientist, I use every day as the president of the college. Right. My ability to look at data very mm-hmm. analytically, uh, my ability to read and consume lots of information, uh, all those things, you know, my sort of logical brain, if you will, have really helped me as a president. But I learned them in my training as a scientist. Yeah, there's a lot of transferable skills. Absolutely. And people don't necessarily see that in what they're no. initially doing, right. that ultimately they can take that skill set, not necessarily the particular job duties, but the skill set, and they can transition them into something else that and might you, come up. And you build upon your strengths. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then that was something that I didn't realize actually until pretty far into the journey. And I looked back and was like, wow, okay, this... This actually makes some sense. There's a coherence here, and people are so afraid to make a move or a change. Right. And I encourage people, especially when I when students say, oh, I don't know what I want to be. It, this is not a 40-year decision you're making. Right. This it is a five-year like decision. It, it does. And and there's so much pressure to make that decision. Well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. What do you want to be for the rest Doesn't of your life? Doesn't everybody ask you that, right? It it really, it's it's what do you want to do next, Mm-hmm. is really the way I that's think a, we should frame the question. That's a great way to look at it. And it, it sounds like you had a mentor, too. That was another big key yes. element I of had your several. journey. I had several. I had one when I first came to the science department, um, who was a dean at the time. Mm-hmm. And and then I had another one as I, as I moved up, who was the president of the college. And, you know, I don't know that they were always necessarily mentors, but... Mm-hmm. Um, just having conversations with people about what's possible in life and mm-hmm. what do they like about what they do, what do they not like about what they do, how, what was their journey. Right. All those things really help you to decide what it is that you would like to do next. Sure. And it sounds like it gave you the added confidence to take that risk for that next step when it was presented to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's always difficult. You know, there's mm-hmm. always a little bit of ego involved yep. because you apply for jobs and you don't always get them. Mm-hmm. But you learn along the way, okay, what are my strengths? How do I play to my strengths in that next interview? How do I answer that question better in my next interview? Right. I, I didn't get the first presidency I applied for. But it didn't take me too long to figure out 
what I thought I was good at and what perhaps others would find appealing about my background and my strengths. And you you work on that. And you bring up another good point that failure is not necessarily a bad thing. There is so much emphasis on in education that you have to get that A. You need mm-hmm. to be perfect. And it's you can learn more maybe from getting rejected or not doing so well in that first class or um, having to take it over again than yeah. you would if you yeah. sailed through and got that A. Yeah. I, when I was in college, I tried to take organic chemistry in a four-week summer semester. I realized about four days in that this was not going well. I was a chemistry major. This course was too important. And and so I let it go. And that was a really hard thing for me because I wasn't accustomed to academic failure. Right. But it was it was a good choice. It was a good decision. Right. And and I did okay when I took it in a regular semester. Yeah. But in four weeks, it was just too much material. Yeah, it's too hard. And you yeah. have to take a step back sometimes. I had and, to. And, and realize that about yourself. Yep. So some self reflection in terms of what, you know, what you can really take on at the time. It's really important and it's really hard. So I think in our 10 minutes here, we've had some great conversation about um, the value of taking risks, finding maybe mentors, be it purposefully or just accidentally, mm-hmm. that you can really rely on and have some of those conversations about what are your what are your skills. Um, and then just to really put yourself out there. And if it doesn't go well, that's okay. You try it again. Yeah. And ask yourself, what's next? Yep. Great. Thank you so much for joining us. It was my pleasure. Thanks, Tracy. This concludes this episode of 10 by 10. We invite you to listen and share our other episodes.